Hello everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it's Tuesday and the market is once again troubled. It seems as if uh, pulling back a little bit, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, it is what it is, you know. The uh, I did, uh, interesting for the everybody that uh, sees me on the uh, Discord room, we put up a very nice earning, we're coming into earnings season, we, we're uh, doing these spread trades these bear spread trades. I have one on Intel uh, and also on American Airlines and uh, we did very well on the one uh, for um, for Delta Airlines and also for Constellation brands so uh, you know that's looking like uh, you know hopefully we're gonna get we're gonna get some stuff here still having a little bit of issues with my bandwidth uh, so hopefully we'll see this in just a second it will it will come up and you'll actually see my <laughs> My face. You can probably hear me, so you know that uh, that's probably pretty good. So here, just to get into the slides here, uh, hopefully they'll show up on the screen, and we'll get we'll get that. But uh, basically, we the weakness in the chips. I mean, the chips have been weak, and uh, that's kind of what I'm expecting with this uh, bear spread on uh, Intel. I do believe that uh, you know we're likely to see it move um, lower, <laughs> and so hopefully that'll work out. Uh, also, put a bear spread on uh, on uh, American Airlines. Uh, it's going to be reporting on Thursday too, and uh, hopefully we'll see. You know that will move down as well, and if it does, of course, it'll move up. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, but that's uh, essentially one of the benefits of uh, the uh, the Vinny the site, and that's basically. Uh, basically this uh, you can go directly to the new discord room if you want uh, it's easy to get on uh, just a HTTPS colon slash slash bitly bit dot ly slash 3 splnu and this is the uh, this is a this is a pay site but uh, we do we do have some nice uh, benefits in terms of the spreads and that kind of thing so just something that you might want to look at but of course uh, you know we're always free on our um, uh, you know we're always free with the uh, uh, you know with the with the other things so let's get into the slides right now and uh, the confirmed direction of the market is uh, currently uh, we're, we're in a confirmed uptrend uh, which is a good thing but uh, it looking it's looking like uh, you know it's it's just looking like we're um, you know, we're, we've pulled back on the S&P and the Dow Jones, and of course the Nasdaq's off today too. Uh, it's making a move down towards the 50-day line, which uh, eh, it seems like it's getting a little bit oversold. We'll see. Uh, you will see how it how it uh, you know how it how it shapes up in the future. Uh, but uh, right now, uh, a little bit careful. Uh, interestingly enough, the bills and the bears. This is uh, the uh, stock writers, and uh, you know we've seen we've seen them basically. You know, they're still fairly bullish. Um, you know, the only time that we're going to see probably a um, you know a bottom and uh, is is when is when the bears uh, exceed the the bulls. And right now the bulls are in charge, so we're still in a bull market. But um, I do think that you know that that may change. And this is uh, based on the um, the stock writers that uh, that write about this. So that's something that we want to kind of look at. Just a psychological indicator. Here is the Nasdaq Composite. It's uh, it's off about 1.39 percent today, uh, down uh, 192.93. And of course, this is the index. Uh, uh, we you kind of have this W pattern, and it looks like we're headed back down towards the 50-day moving average. And of course, if it blow, moves below the 50-day moving average, I think we've got to get 
a little bit more defensive on our on our moves. I've definitely become more defensive today. I was stopped out of uh, uh, of several stocks, unfortunately. I was uh, stopped out of um, uh, of Uber and also Ford. I was stopped out of Ford. So uh, those are two stocks that are no longer in my portfolio uh, right now. They're they're uh, they're out of the portfolio. So uh, something some. Let's unmute again. There we go. So hopefully now we'll be back with the with the sound, and we'll be back up. So uh, this is uh, basically, you know, the volatility is still going down, which is interesting, uh, but also the price of the overall stocks has been going down as well. So that's something we have to be concerned with. I just want to kind of show you what I'm holding long currently. Uh, currently in the small portfolio, just have really down to very few things right now. Uh, I have lows. It's done very well. It's off a little bit today. It's uh, volume is down as well. I have floor. This is a very large construction firm. This is down, but uh, it's holding in there. Corvo. This is off quite a bit, as with all the other chips. This is a 5G chip maker, and of course Microsoft. Uh, that's well. Oh, and by the way, I, I meant to. I do have a long position in Apple, and it doesn't appear there. And I have, actually, that's my largest position currently is uh, the one in Apple. So without further ado, uh, let's get to uh, some, of the, some of the questions here. And uh, thanks for holding on. And uh, let's see kind of what we got here. So basically my thoughts on the Warren Buffett indicator. Can't really tell you. Um, I'm more of a short-term guy. Uh, you know, I'm more of a trend trader than, uh, than a Warren Buffett one. So I, I have to get back to you on the Warren Buffett indicator. Can't really tell you. Uh, you know, kind of what, kind of what's going on there. But uh, I don't really, I'm really sort of neutral on it. But here's one thing I do know about that: um, uh, Warren Buffett sold a lot of his Apple stock uh, about a quarter ago, just because it wasn't performing. It, uh, you know, it split. It did that four for one split back in uh, August 31st of uh, 2020, and then uh, and that uh, basically peaked out at about 137, and it's been kind of, kind of sluggish since then. But I think it's now. Kind of doing well, but uh, you know, that, in that sense, I do think that you know the, it, it's sort of the tale of two markets. I mean, in one case, we have some very strong stocks. Apple is, is starting to show some real strength. We also have some real strength in Google. We have, you know, it's the normal it's the normal cast of characters in the big tech cap. I mean, the big uh, cap uh, tech stocks. I mean, Microsoft is doing well. Apple is doing well. Um, Google, of course, and Facebook uh, also doing well. Not so much are some of the chip stocks. They've been pulling back. I mean, MU has pulled back, that Micron Technologies. Uh, Corvo, as I said, I, I'm an owner of Corvo, and it's definitely pulled back. So um, it's really a mixed bag right now. It's just a tough market to trade all the way around, I have to be honest with you. Um, let's, uh, Wilson, thanks, for the, thanks for, the, uh, uh, for the comment here. Let's look at VUZI. To see kind of you know what we can what we can see on, on this stock, so let me just go ahead and put the charts up here. And it's going to be VUZI. So there we go. All right, VUZI. Let's see if I can shift to that. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, okay, well we went right off the screen. Right off the screen. 
there is an interesting stock that's been up today, and and that's IBM, which you know I I don't think I I've haven't seen that one up in years and years. But uh, VUZI, uh, let's take a look at it, um, and it's pulled back below the fifty day the fifty day line. Uh, it's down about nine uh, percent today, so not looking that strong. I do have a mark here. This is my <coughs> this is this is I would buy it if it moves above about this level, about seventeen fifty. <coughs> Unfortunately, that's not been the case. It's, uh, it, I mean, it's, uh, it, it's still above that, but uh, it's, it's pulling, it's pulling lower. So we don't want to buy it as it's moving down. So that's a really strong relative strength, ninety nine. Uh, you know, looking at, and we did have some nice earnings, and we just, uh, you know, we just came there. So you know, it's really a mixed bag. I'm probably not a buyer at this point, uh, just because I think that there's some issues regarding the, regarding that. It's relatively thin in terms of the number of funds that are in. It's only 42 funds. Uh, the checklist, though, is very good. It's 40, It's 77%. Now, the relative strength of the group that it's in, this is the Consumer Product Specialty Group, 77 out of 197. So let's kind of take a look, see how this group in general is doing. That's kind of a, a big issue here. It, it's kind of got this, interestingly enough, though, it's in a downtrend, this, this group. Let's look at the stocks in this group and see how it sizes up against VUZI. You see, VUZI unfortunately is nowhere to be seen really here. The biggest, of course, in this sector is Canopy Growth. Um, you know, and that's really that's really the bellwether stock. So let's look at let's look at uh, Canopy Growth. The the marijuana stocks in general are a tough play because there's just a lot of oversupply in this area, and of course it's uh, you can't ship uh, product across lines, and of course you can't use regular banking. So a lot of a uh, lot of hurdles in this area. Uh, I, sh I was uh, basically a bear spread on Constellation Brands, which is the, probably the largest uh, corporate owner of Canopy Growth, which is the biggest in this category. So I can't really be that um, bullish on this area. But, you know, the sales are going up. So in terms of, the, in, in terms of this one, I think VUZI, if you're going to be in this space, I think you've got to be in the biggest ones. <coughs> and, of course, that's Canopy Growth right now uh, in that area. But... Overall, I just, I just, I just don't. Uh, it doesn't. This, this one doesn't appeal to me nearly as much as some of the other groups, just because it, uh, it just doesn't seem to be performing as well um, as, as some of the other groups. So that's my opinion on it. Um, what's the industry best uh, in the near future? Well, that's that's a very good question, Levi. Thank you very much for that. Um, what I'd like to kind of take a look at here is the sectors. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to kind of show you kind of what sectors are currently doing the best in terms of in terms of overall in, in terms of overall investment um, in the in, in the industry group. So basically, here are the industry groups as they um, as, as they stand. And let's see if we can get it get it to there we go sort. Okay, so here we go. Uh, these are the these are the industry groups that currently they're doing the best out there. Uh, the number one group is uh, what they call the Oil and Gas uh, Royalty Trust, and of course the largest uh, stock in that is a kind of an unaffordable stock. It's called uh, Texas Pacific Land, TPL, based here in Dallas. Uh, it's basically just uh, an old railroad, the Texas Pacific Railroad, and their land holdings 
And basically, they have oil on them, so they're producing lots of money. So that's a pretty interesting one. But interestingly enough, the third best group currently is the transportation ship area. Not an area that I have a lot of experience in, to be honest with you. But there is one stock in there that I think is very, very interesting. And it's called ZIM, Z-I-M. And that is, uh, it used to be the old Israeli uh, national shipping company. Been around since about 1946. So it's been around there a long, long time. It is, it is, it has up until now been doing very well. It's pulled back today below the, the 10 day line, but the, the, the action on this is actually excellent. And so this is, this is a group, interestingly enough, it's the, it's, it's the shipping industry is actually doing quite well. So very odd uh, that that would be the case, but you know, this is a very strange market right now. It's a very hard, it's a very hard to, uh, to trade market. It just, uh, in, in many ways, it's uh, you know it, it, it in in many ways it just gives you fits and starts because it is so difficult to trade. Um, the second place group, and this is why I think we can start really looking for bargains, is in the U.S. oil and gas exploration area. Now, this is not this has not been a favorite group for you know basically at least five or ten years, uh, and and there's been and there was a sell off today in the group, but I kind of want to. Give you an idea of kind of where you know where I'm looking for the next, you know, for for some of the next uh, monster trades, and and really that's basically here in this group. It's the U.S. Oil and Gas Exploration Group. It's number two out of 197. Just kind of want to show you some of the stocks that are in this particular area, and of course this rises and falls you know, directly based on the price of oil. The oil prices as of late have been going up. So in the biggest, the biggest players here are EOG, uh, Pioneer Resources, and Devon Energy, uh, and then Diamondback. I'm going to take a look at Diamondback because this one has 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 a fairly good chart. It's not a great chart, but it's it's not a bad chart, uh, and I think it is potentially investable if it reverses. Currently, it's in this consolidation range from about uh, uh, 69 uh, uh, 6953 up to 8875, and it looks as if it's just pulled below the 50-day line. Now, hopefully it'll bounce here. Uh, you know, it may or may not, but uh, uh, it, it does it does look like, you know, there's some there's some potential in this one. It's FANG, F-A-N-G. I wouldn't buy, be a buyer for it right now. I'd be a watch lister on this one just because it, it just, you know, again, it's tough going right now. A lot of the, a lot of the areas are pulling back, but this one is not bad in terms of in, in, in terms of that. Um, let's see. Let's let's look at some other groups that that might be a little bit easier to access than than the uh, than the oil and gas group that might that might be kind of providing more stable um, you know opportunities. One of the areas that I think we can look at for that, and this, this is another area that's just been absolutely beaten down. It's the number six area of the market. It's the retail department stores. It's pulled back a little bit today too, but it has a generally very nice looking chart overall. This is for the entire group. Uh, the ones that I think are potentially lookers in this one, of course, are Kohl's primarily. Uh, I think this one, it, you know, has not has a doesn't have a bad chart. Uh, again, it looks like it's going to test the 50-day line. So if you can hold this line and then move higher, I think this one might be on your watch list. It's down today, though, 4.76%, uh, and that's Kohl's symbol KSS. Um, so it's it's really kind of a it's really kind of a mixed bag. I mean, I wish I had a a, a, a pure answer 
here for you in terms of which area. I'm I'm looking, you know, I'm basically looking all over the place, and but uh, most of my trades right now have been sort of on the bearish side. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Now, one stock that did gap up on earnings today, and this is very odd because I haven't played this stock in a long time, and it's an old favorite, of course, it's a Dow stock, and that's IBM. And uh, IBM for years, you know, was, was just dominant. I mean, this, of course, this goes back to the 50s and 60s. It was absolutely dominant. But I want to show you this chart, and it's not a bad chart, uh, considering everything. Uh, and as you can see, it's just, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the good things about IBM, as opposed to a lot of the other stocks that, have, that, are, that were up and have declined, they have a lot of what they call overhead supply. This is not, definitely not the case with the uh, with with IBM. I want to show you the monthly chart here, kind of to, to show you this situation. Um, there's not a lot of overhead supply in this one. If this starting starting starts to move higher, it will move it it, it will it will move a lot higher. Now, as you can see, it, it's for a long time it's sort of been on this downward trend, and it looks as if we may have seen. Hopefully reversal. Really, since 2007, if you can believe. Actually, sorry, 2011, IBM has essentially been on a downward trend. That's a long time. Uh, but you know, again, I, I was in 2017. I started buying. Well, actually, 2016, I started buying a Microsoft, and I did very well in it. It hadn't traded above where it had traded in uh, in 1990, in December 1999, in, in in almost 17 years. This might be the case for. Um, for my for uh, for IPM, believe it or not, now it's still below its highest high, and that was in March of uh, 2020. But I, I do think that uh, you know we may see some renewed strength here, and the reason I believe this is because for the first time in one, two, three, four uh, quarters, it's it's actually has positive growth in terms of its earnings. So maybe it has turned the corner. It definitely gapped up today. It's settling now, but it's up. 3.38%. So we may see some new strength in here. I probably wouldn't buy it on the gap up, but but you know this is not a bad place to buy it, as it, if it can settle above this three uh, the, this 137 uh, range. Interestingly enough, that's the same number for Apple. Odd, odd but true. Um, so I'm liking this very much. Lots of you know lots of it did have uh, you know the, the earnings per share were four percent. Um, um, you, you know, uh, the, the four percent change down a little bit, but it's up. Uh, the, the the earnings there is a bit of an earnings surprise, and this is interesting in a stock that's so big. So, uh, thirty percent funds in this one, lots and lots of funds in it, and this is one you might want to look at. I mean, I would definitely watch list IBM, and I, I'm definitely going to as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watch listing. Uh, you know of this one, and this is to see kind of how it's, uh, you know, uh, see see how it's going to trade. I mean, uh, will it hold the gap up? I, you know, if it does, this might this might this might prove to be a very good area because it seems as if uh, the Dow is getting a lot of the love right now, and uh, you know the Nasdaq seems to be lagging. And this is a this is not a Nasdaq stock. IBM is a Dow stock, Dow component. And uh, it is looking very good, actually. Uh, surprisingly, I mean, uh, again, I haven't followed it in an awful long time, but it uh, seems to be seems to be good. So hopefully, I have okay. Sound is gone. Sorry about. That. I think hopefully I have sound. Oh, no sound. Okay, I think I have sound now. Ah, Apple short-term product. Um, um, uh, 
price target. Now, as everybody knows, I'm fairly heavily invested in Apple right now. I have two full positions plus uh, some options in Apple, and I want to kind of show you the chart. I do think that as, as of the big techs right now, at least how they're trading, Apple seems to be the bellwether, even though it's off a little bit today. It's still, uh, you know, above that 127 area, and so I think it's stiff. I think it is strong. It sort of is forming, sort of even though even though 145.09 is the traditional uh, buy point on this one, it's forming in sort of an alternate entry here, uh, basically at about. Uh, I'll get the price exactly for you. Uh, it's it's forming an alternate entry above this tight area at about 135. So. You know, if this thing moves above about 137, I think it's definitely a buy. It's forming a tight area. So let's go to the weekly chart to see kind of how that looks. Yeah, there you go. Okay, it does. It, again, it does have this higher cup entry point at 145, but the real entry point on this one, I believe, is uh, it's what they call the cheat. Is uh, the the real the the real entry point? I think is right about 137. Now currently I'm in it, but I, I started buying it as it moved above the 50-day moving average. Now the question is, will it hold? It looks like it's pulled back to the 10-day line, and I think it'll, it may reverse higher. It's looking very good. The, the relative strength is improving, and it does have earnings basically in eight days. I wouldn't bet against uh, uh, Apple right now, but uh, if it moves above about 137. I think that that would be a very good place to, to be in it. But the short-term uh, price target on this one, just to answer your question exactly, is going to be uh, the buy point at about 145. So that's going to be kind of where I'm looking at looking at uh, uh, Apple, uh, you know, possibly to get in. Uh, but I'm, I'm in already, and I may even add more. FSR long-term, this is, I think, Fisker. Um, you know, all of the... All of the EV companies, as of late, of the last you know week or so, have been having difficulty, and this one does, is 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 just the same as Neo, and some of the other ones in the group. Um, and this is this is a Fisker, and it's pulled back very very sharply. Uh, I think you have to be very careful with this one. Uh, you know, I just don't think it's time yet for Fisker. Uh, just not looking. The chart doesn't look good. Now I want to show you some peers of Fisker. Uh, specifically Neo, which had been doing so well about six months ago, it's got the same kind of pattern straight down. Um, so I think, oops, <sighs> sorry, I had to sneeze there. <laughs> um, that one's also uh, pulling back too. So Fisker, I you know again, I, if you're in it, I, I think you might want to protect your capital here. Um, I, I think it's I, I, I think Fisker uh, I think Fisker is probably going to move l lower. So that's kind of how I I view Fisker. So, uh, so I'm sorry. I hope that didn't upset your day. Um, let's look at MVIZ to take a quick look at that one. MVIZ. Oops. Let's see if we can. There we go. Okay. I should. I, it should come up. Well, it says not found. Um, M V I Z. Let's see if I can make it work now. M V I Z. Yeah. M V I Z. I'm trying to get my. Well, it just doesn't like it. So I'll have to move on, unfortunately. Thoughts on UAL? Well, you know, as you know, I, sh I had a bear put spread on uh, on Delta 
I, 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 uh, I also have a bear put spread on, um, on American coming up, uh, coming up on Thursday. I, am, I, I, I do think this group is going to pull lower. Uh, the uh, you know it, it is all it currently uh, United has pulled uh, below uh, you know below the buy zone. It looks like it was a failed breakout. Um, I think this this area is going to be very weak because I think we're going to have continued issues regarding the lockdown and um, you know the just travel restrictions. I just think it's going to be very weak. I also think Boeing is going to be weak as well. Uh, as you can see, this is the for for United Airlines. This is the one, two, three, four, fifth. Uh, this is this is the fifth. Uh, um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, one to fifth um, quarter of declining earnings. So, just not looking very good on on Boeing. Uh, if you had a bear spread on this one, you're going to be doing well. But other than that, I just I, I just don't think it's a good a good area to be long on. Um, I have the I have a. A bear spread on American Airlines seems to be doing well. It also came out of this similar uh, cup and handle base, and I think that's going to fail as well. So I'm looking for uh, American Airlines to pull back on. Um, I'm looking for American Airlines to pull back on uh, on Thursday after the bell. It's going to be reporting after the bell, and it's going to be on Friday. We'll know what the situation is. But the whole group is is weak. And uh, you know, I just—it's just one of those areas that you can't. Uh, it's a volatile market, and it's a tough one. Uh, even though the even though the the group, uh, the transport, the uh, the the uh, airline group, is uh, 41 out of um, out of 197. So you would think it'd be doing better, but the, the, the in general, they're all sort of trading down. And I don't think the the the, the further restrictions on the COVID. I think that you know you're looking at potentially a, a, a kind of a, a tough situation in this industry uh, overall. I mean, it's, it's I think that's really the situation. Um, okay, uh, how do you get access to these charts and info uh, on the markets with Cheryl? How much does it cost? Well, here's the thing. I, I wish I, I wish I got uh, I wish I got a commission from Investor Business Daily. I'd be I'd be richer than you know I would be richer than rich because, but I really do like their tools. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I really do like their tools, and you know I um, you know I, I I definitely work work with them. Um, the best thing to do is of course to go to marketsmith.com. And of course, I'm plugging here for for markets. It, it typically, if you if you if you buy a year, you can you can buy it for under two thousand uh, dollars for a year. Uh, so it's it's definitely worth it if you're an active trader, uh, and uh, I definitely am. And it just there's just a lot of information on it, and uh, it definitely makes me money. So uh, I definitely recommend it. And uh, you know, even though I don't get any <laughs> any commission on it, I wish I did. I wish I did. Let's look at the uh, diamonds versus the spider for the long term. You know, the spider, of course, is the world's largest ETF, and and uh, it's it, it's it's very significant because it basically covers the S and P 500. And uh, so, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the monthly uh, trend for, and this is a very long term. So, if you were to invest in the spider, overall you've done pretty well. There's only been a few years when you when you would have lost money, and one of them, of course, was 2008. And of course, as long as you you do, when when the market moves from a confirmed uptrend into the market under pressure into a downtrend, you want to you basically want to if, it, if the market is in a downtrend, and I show this on the show a lot, you basically want to move to cash, 
And if you do that, you're going you're gonna to do very well. Now, we did have this flash. They had the COVID flash crash. And, of course, that was last, um, you know, that, that, was la that was last year. And uh, at the very beginning of the year, and then boom, it, it just ignited this this tremendous rally. Now we're kind of getting a little extended. Uh, we may pull back, but the, the S&P 500 is quite good. I personally like the spider better than the diamond, and the main reason I do is because the diamond only covers 30 stocks, and of course those are the Dow stocks. Now some of the stocks in here are very very good, but the the diamond versus the for the long term, if you're going to play this one. I think that the where you want to be is in the uh, is in the is in the spider and not the diamond. Let's see if I can get the diamond up here. I'm having a little bandwidth issues again. Oh, there we go. Okay, so this is this is the this is the uh, this is the diamond on, on a long-term basis. Again, it has a very similar characteristic um, signature, but the the um, the, the 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 spider overall is is. Is basically a better chart overall for long term. So let's look at the spy again. You can kind of yeah, there you go. It, it just has a, a steeper of a set of an angle. So to answer your question, <laughs> with a lot of with a lot of talking here, I would go with the spider. And here's how I think is a good way to invest in the spider. If uh, if the market is in a confirmed uptrend like it is now, then I think with the spider you want to be all in or you know close to all in. Uh, if on if 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 on if on the other hand, uh, the market is in a confirmed, uh, if it's a confirmed uptrend, you want to be all in. Now, if it if the market uptrend goes goes under pressure, you want to basically sell 50% of your stock, 50% of the ETF, and then uh, and then hold uh, you know in cash, and then and, and then hold the rest in the ETF. Now, if the market goes into a downtrend, you want to sell it all. And wait for it to move back to a confirmed uptrend. Now, over the last basically 20 years, uh, the S&P 500 uh, ETF, the Spider, has been a superior performer. So, uh, overall, I would say long term, I think you're I think you're going to do very well with the Spider, and that's my opinion. Uh, thoughts on SJM? Let's look at SJM. SJM and. Hopefully I'll get, you know, there we go. J.M. Smucker, one of my all-time favorites. This is one of the first stocks I ever bought forever, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a, it, J.M. Smucker is an interesting stock. It does, interestingly enough, J.M. Smucker, just FYI, this is a stock that did very well in the Great Depression because I think people like their, you know, people are willing to give up a lot, but they're not willing to give up, uh, you know, jams and jellies and things like that that makes life so much better. Um, it's moved right into a buy point. It's uh, basically moved above the key level of 131.69. So it's right now it's in a buy zone. Now can it hold this? Well, I don't know. I'm looking at the daily chart. It looks like you know it, it potentially you know this is a pretty stable stock, uh, and this is the kind of this is a very defensive stock. It's in the uh, it, it's in it's in the food packaged foods group. This is one of the more defensive areas in the stock market. This is where people go when they're they're looking around and they're like, "Wow, you know, I really like to be in the tax, but they're falling." So <laughs> this is where they go and hide. And this is a good place to hide because they say people like their jams and jellies, and they have good ones. So very good area. Let's kind of look at the fundamentals on this one to see it. It, it has a little bit of a weak checklist at 55. 
Um, basically, the thing about it is that uh, you know, it you know, it, its sales are you know basically. I wish that the sales were up more than they were. They're they're not. But again, it's a very stable group. The package group is very stable. Um, the RS rating is below 80, which is kind of not good. And the earnings per share is uh, is not is 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 good. Earnings are basically in 44 days. This is a sort of a you know slow and steady wins the race kind of stock. Um, you know, I I I think I think if you bought it right now, I don't think it necessarily. Well, you you can buy it right now. I wouldn't at the buy point. This is almost a little bit too extended. I know that sounds like a a, a strange thing to say, but it does look like I I kind of want to see it. I want to see how this one closes, but you definitely can can put this on your watch list now. Uh, it does have a technically has a buy point at one thirty one sixty nine. So if you did buy it, you'd want to buy it as it moved above one thirty one sixty nine, and then plus about ten cents. Uh, and you'd want to buy that with a you know with with basically. Uh, an order like this. It's a sort of a buy stop limit order and um, you know for uh, for, for J.M. Smucker uh, you, you, you would buy it um, basically uh, SMJ oops uh, SJM sorry SJM you would basically buy this with a buy stop limit order uh, at the buy point of um, uh, of 131.69 put that in there of 131.69 plus about 10 cents and that would give us uh, 131 131.79 so that would be kind of how how you could you could you could definitely buy that one so here's here's how I would potentially look at buying James Huck. now would I go in the full position no and what a full position is is if if you if your if your portfolio is worth like uh, eight thousand dollars, you divide it by eight. That's going to give you eight full positions. So a full position in, in that size of a portfolio would be about, uh, you know, it would be about a thousand dollars. Now I wouldn't recommend going in with a full position. I would go in with a quarter position on this one, about two hundred fifty dollars in about an eight thousand dollar portfolio. But here's how I would do it: uh, with a buy stop limit order. Basically, what happens is that when the stock runs up to 131 and 69, then a limit order is placed, and then it will buy it. Uh, it'll buy it at 131.79. So basically, uh, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be right about here is where you 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 would buy it. Now, here's why here's why I would buy it at this level because as you can see. It popped up and then it pulled back, and what that's telling me is that there's there's a resistance right here. So we want to make sure that it's fully moved above that resistance so that it can move higher. But it's got a very nice chart, and I think it might be a potentially very good buy. That's a good question, and uh, thank you for that. I, I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate that. That's a that's a that's a that's a good one to look at. Look at HP now. As you know, HP is basically two companies, HPE and HPQ. HPE, of course, is uh, a Hewlett Packard Enterprise. It's based in Houston, Texas now. It used to be in Silicon Valley. It was, this, it was the flagship of Silicon Valley. And then there's HP, uh, HPQ, which is makes the hardware, and HPE. One I'd like to look at first is HPQ. Um, and let's take a look at HPQ uh, to kind of look at it. It has been doing a lot better 
as of late. HPQ is the is, is again is the is the hardware company, and it's pulled back a little bit, but it has a very very nice trend line. It's up one cent over uh, one cent after hours, so it's it's continuing to main, maintain some strength. It's not uh, you know it's not necessarily the most sexy of all, but it, I really like this this chart. Now, can you buy it at this level? Well. You know, here's the thing. It's kind of slow and steady wins the race. I, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't think I would ever. You know, it seems like what's old is new again because uh, I'm seeing, you know, the the old names like you know Dell, HP, and, and and IBM do well right now. It's just a strange market. It's really different than it was, um, but uh, looking looking very very good in terms of that. Now, would I buy it at this level? I don't know, but it's got an awful good checklist. 88 out of um, out of 100. The only thing it's lagging in is, is is increases in sales. So this is not a bad time to buy it. There's very little overhead supply, so it does look like uh, you know it's possibly going up. It's got a lot of funds in it, 2,149 funds, and the industry sector has gotten a lot better than it was. It's 73 out of 179, 197, excuse me, um, which is looking like good. So I definitely could see possibly. You know, a small position in, in HPE. It really isn't at a buy point right now. Uh, it's really not at a buy point, but it's quite good. And I would watch this this one. And um, you know, the market is changing back to the ones that the companies that have cash flow. It's uh, it seems to be that way. So uh, it's very it's an interesting you know again interesting time. Uh, you know, with with that. I mean, what's old is new is again. Let's look at some of the uh, ones on. Um, TikTok, thanks for thanks for holding on here. Uh, let's see, Fubu and Netflix is down fifty-five dollars after earnings. Ouch! Well, I'm not surprised actually, because the market. This is one of the reasons I'm switching. And by the way, uh, if you're interested, we have a Discord group now. It's quite good. I'm I'm trying to put out my bear trades on this, uh, and uh, they seem to be. You know, my batting average seems to be improving on these. I seem to be doing pretty well. Uh, and that, of course, uh, is uh, is at, if you go to this, uh, let me give you. Let me show you the uh, the the screen now for the for for that one. So basically, uh, where that is is uh, uh, you know for that it's basically uh, if you if you're interested in my uh, my Discord room, and of course this is sort of like you know sort of cool pilot for for stock trading. I try to be very active on this. Uh, and, and people are in our group. It's https colon forward slash forward slash bitly bit dot ly bitly slash three big three s p l l and capital n u. So if you're interested in some of these bear trades, and it's true, it is kind of moving in that direction. We're sort of be moving, you know, we're sort of moving uh, to some of the some of the bear some some of the bear trades. Let's uh, look at um, at Netflix, you know, because that was that was a you know, I, I wonder if it was a miss. It's probably a miss on revenue growth. That I, that's probably it. So I'm going to see kind of why the situation. I wasn't. I haven't been in this in a while, so I'm, I'm not in uh, Netflix as we speak. But let's look at it. NFLX, of course, is the symbol on Netflix. Yeah, look at that. Wow. Ouch. It's down. It, it it's falling. Help! I've fallen and I can't get up. Wow. This is bad. This is bad. This is not good, man. It's 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 down at 197. So it's it's sort of it's fallen. It 
it's fallen all the way down here. Wow, this is fall below the 200-day line. This is this is uh, help. The house is on fire. Uh, fallen. You know, this is bad. Uh, this is this is uh, this is not looking good. Let's like let's kind of figure out why this is so bad. Well, the sales the sales are up. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Let's check. I for some reason I can't understand why this is so awful. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. Well, Dow Jones sells off as Apple slides ahead of spring-loaded event. Tesla jumps on price target boost. Well, somebody's liking Tesla. The only problem with Tesla right now is it's got so much overhead supply. So uh, it looks like looks like Apple's taking it in the shorts. So hopefully we can get back there. Uh, let's take a look. Netflix is down. Let's look at Apple. Let's see. I want to see how much it fell. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, it's after hours. Okay. It's off. It, it's off about 0.25 percent. Nothing. Nothing horrible. I mean, it's still above uh, 127, the key level on that. Uh, on that, so that was that was interesting. But Netflix, I don't quite understand exactly why uh, the results are just so hideous. But th th that's bad. I mean, uh, I'm glad I wasn't in that one. I'm telling you, I uh, probably should have shorted it. Though. But how would I have known to do that? I mean, you know, it's it's def difficult to do that. Um, Doggy coin. Well. Uh, Elon Musk really likes that stuff. Uh, how much can you make a day, sir? Depends. I've made I've made a lot of day, and I've also, but more importantly, I've lost a lot in a day. So, um, yes, you can make a lot of money. As a matter of fact, you can make more money in a day trading stocks than you probably can in just about anything that's legal. Um, you know, you can make enough to buy a car for cash in a day, but you can also lose a, a, a cost of a house in a day too. So it's it's one of those things that you got to be careful with. Um, but uh, great. Let's get back to some of the uh, questions on from from YouTube. Okay, let's look at IR. Thanks, Cheat. Appreciate it. Let's look at IR and see if we can devise something that's interesting. IR and Ingersoll Rand. Okay. Well, if you've ever been around the construction trades, you know about this company because they make those little electric diesel generators that all those pickup trucks are, are towing around. Good, good company. Uh, definitely should benefit if there's, if there's construction. By the way, I'm in, uh, I'm in Floor, FLR. That's the largest construction company in the world. I've been in it for a while. It hasn't been shaken. I haven't shaken out of it yet. So uh, I, do have, uh, I do think there's legs in this uh, infrastructure reopening. So this is kind of a good place to start looking for stuff. Look at those sales, man. They're they're doing really nice. It, the the quarter over quarter sales are up 149%. And and that's not that's not chicken feed in this business. It's a very big company. Uh, and you know, this is on the weekly chart. So that's looking pretty darn good. Let's uh let's 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 kind of take a smell test to see. You know, it's got this 88 checklist. Wow, that's really good too. Uh, and the industry has improved tremendously. It's still 96 out of 197, but it's in the top. It's in the top two. Uh, you know, it's 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 in the top half of the of the groups. This for many, for a long time was in the bottom. So this is looking quite good. Now the question is, can or would you buy this? I, I just I do think there is a buy point on it, a proper buy point at that, at 5161. So. We're right now at 50.34, and it's up after hours, just one cent. But um, you definitely could buy at this level. 
5161. Uh, I would buy at 5161 plus 10 cents. Uh, you know, that's where I would probably buy this. Um, it does, this one looks very good. This is, um, you know, this, this is definitely the kind of, you know, kind of thing you want to be careful. In this market overall, it's, it's this little bit trickier market now than it's been. It was, it was so easy last year, of course, to make money. Now it's getting a little tougher. Um, but uh, 5161 is, uh, is, is the stop I'd put on it at plus 10 cents. So my buy stop limit for this one would be uh, 51, um, 5161 plus 10 cents or 5171. And that's, that's, that's sort of how I would look to buy uh, Ingersoll Rand. I would look to possibly buy it as it moved above this level here. Uh, that being, of course, the um, oops, there we go. Uh, that that being, of course, the buy point here at um, fifty-one sixty-one plus about ten cents, and that puts you right into the buy zone. The reason you want to buy it a little bit above the buy point is because you want to make sure that there's enough power uh, pushing it through. Now, I don't think that's been the case today. There was a, there was a large sell-off, but we do have we do have some abnormal activity. So. Hopefully, and let's look and see if, if there's any if there's an overhead supply problem. I don't think there is. No, there's no overhead supply problem with this one. So, if this passes the pivot, if this pushes above the pivot, it's not as likely to pull back because there's just is not as much overhead supply on this particular issue IR. So, very nice, a very nice stock. I uh, I definitely like it. I love the checklist. Uh, I think that uh, you know it's coming. We're coming into a good time for many of the. Um, construction stocks and this definitely supplies that so very very good um, yeah uh, okay so let's take a look at SOS SOS save our ship well, this is a, a Chinese company Interesting enough. Chinese company um, and it is looking wow look at that the sales are up 999 percent that's kind of amazing uh, I just kind of want to look at the, at the at the monthly chart. Well, here's the thing. It's been all the way up at uh, 80. It's now kind of, uh, you know, long term, I'm not sure I like this, but let's see if we could trade this. This is a tradable stock. No, it really isn't. Look at this daily chart. Unfortunately, even though it's pulled up today, we have a, we have a massive downward trend on this one, and it's just above the, the it's just above the 200-day line. So basically, I think what we're going to have to do on this one, um, you know, it's just, uh, you, you know, it, it's uh, it's it's in a downward trend. So I think what we've got to do on this one is to just, you know, it's it's basically in a in a downward trend. It's this trend here. I just think you really have to avoid this one right now. I, I think you have to avoid this one uh, right now. It's just, uh, it's not it's not really investable at this point. Uh, SOS is that one, is the one I'm talking about. Okay, let's see if we have any questions from, oh, uh, thoughts about B&B. I think you mean Airbnb. And let's let's look at A, B, and B. I was I, I was thinking about this one. I didn't uh, get into this one. Instead, I got into Uber, and basically, I got sold out because it dropped. <laughs> not a not a good one. This is Airbnb, and uh, you know I do think that long term this one has some some big time legs. But 
Right now, it's it's at the lower end of a consolidation. Let's see if it bounces at 161. Uh, currently, it's at 169. It's been as high as 219, um, but it only has a relative strength of 39. So basically, it's diverging from the S&P 500. If you can see this, the S&P 500 is going up and this stock is going down. So basically what's happening is that this is weakening against the S&P. It's not a good time to be in it right now. You might want to watch list this one, but it doesn't have a very good checklist. And the industry is not very good, 101 out of 197. So I don't think you can, this is not one that you could be in. There's still a lot of funds in this one. This is, this is potentially long-term a great, great, uh, a great, great uh, industry, but Right now, I just think it's you've got to watch this this one, and uh, you just got to wait on this one. So, here's the thing I would say with eight, uh, Airbnb, I think you just have to watch list this, and uh, it's not going to be one that you can be in. So, um, you know, kind of my two cents on on Airbnb. But it's a great question, and I do think that uh, eventually, you know, we're going to see we're going to see a lot more. Um, you know, we're we're, we're going to see we're going to see a lot more action on this. So, we, but we right now. We just have to, uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we just have to, um, to, be, to be a little bit more careful on this one. We just really do. Uh, so I, I don't think right now um, I would be in Airbnb, but I think you want to watch this for the future because I do think it's, uh, it's, got, it's definitely got legs. Um, thanks, Jay. Let's look at WWR. And this is, of oops. WWR, and this is water, Wastewater Resources. Not a company I'm very familiar with. This is sort of a penny stock. By the way, uh, if you're interested, I'm going to be putting out the, uh, probably on Thursday, we're going to be putting out the uh, highly rated stocks under $10 list, and that, that's available. This, and that's free, by the way, uh, for everyone if you're interested in that one. Uh, you know, so, but you have to be on the, uh, you have to be on the Action Trade Alerts to get this one. And the way you do that, of course, is that you go to uh, com and first and last name and email address. And uh, we're going to be sending out the, um, you know, we're, we're going to be sending out the list uh, for the, the under $10 stocks that are highly rated that you might want to take a look at uh, as well. So let's get back to WWR. Oh, Tilray. Hi, Jim. Could you take a look at Tilray? Uh, I'm almost at my 7%. You know what? I, unfortunately, I think that Tilray uh, is probably going to go lower. Um, let's look, T-L-R-Y. Um, I'm glad that you're, you're, you're possibly putting a, putting a, um, a stake in the sand uh, at 7% because I think this chart doesn't look good. It uh, doesn't look good right now, and I, I think you got to be super careful at it. It's up a little bit after hours. Here's the thing. Here's what I would do with this one. You know, obviously you don't want to sell and get a potential, um, you know, a potential, give up any potential potential money. But here's what I would do with this one. Currently, this is selling for fifteen ninety nine. Here's what I would do. Tomorrow I would go. Tonight I would go in. I would set my stop loss at about uh, fifteen seventy five, and then I would keep pushing it up. So here's what I would do uh, with you know with my situation. I would just sell it outright. Uh, I would I would I would go in because you don't want to get necessarily give up any gains. So uh, you know set um, your stop loss uh, at uh, 15.75. Uh, then if stock moves 
up, move, up, stop loss. So that's kind of that's kind of my strategy because it does look like it's moving. Um, it, it, it's it's moving up. So here's what I would do on this one. Uh, right now it's trading at 16 after hours. So I would set my stop loss at uh, 15.75, and then if it trades up tomorrow, you move it up, and so forth. And eventually it's gonna it probably is gonna pull back and 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 stop you out. But you're gonna try to squeeze out the last little bit of profit. The, the, the chart on this one does not look good, uh, and I, it isn't a downtrend, <coughs> but I do think it's possibly reversing. So if you just push that, keep that stop loss in there and keep pushing it up, then you might capture some of that potential profit and not have to give it back. I, uh, you know, it's so painful when you have to do that. So that's how I would, uh, <coughs> that's how I would trade it. That's how I would definitely trade it. All right, uh, w, uh, MVIS, let's look at that one. <coughs> Excuse me. MVIS. And that's Microvision. <coughs> and this one is, um, it's also a relatively inexpensive stock. Trading at about $10.30, so down a little bit after hours, 0.77%. Uh, it's got a relative strength of 99, though it's very good. Um, so what's the, what's the dealio here? Well, 66 a checklist, that's very good. Uh, it's a 52 out of 197 in the industry group, so I'm liking that. That's the miscellaneous electronic products group. Uh, it also has, um, let's see if there's any news on it. Just trying to see. No, no news, really. No news is good as I guess. Um, things of, a little bit of concern here, we've had three, four, four quarters of declining sales. So that doesn't, I'm not liking that. Uh, on the monthly, on the, on the daily chart, yeah, this is a downward trending chart. Here's the thing, I just think that, I just think that it's probably not a good time to be in this stock. It just, it doesn't, this, this is not the kind of chart that I want to see. Basically, when, you, when you're looking for a chart, the first thing you do is you look to see what is the generalized trend on the daily and the weekly chart. If it's a downward trend, then you want to be very careful because things tend to, it's just like, uh, you know, Newton said, uh, bodies in motion tend to stay in motion, and this is motioning down, so probably don't want it's, to, it's, it's more difficult. So here's the thing, I think you want to probably avoid MVIS for right now. That's my opinion. TXN, uh, okay, TXN, this is Texas Instruments. The chips, though, have not been doing as well as I would have liked. I have a position in Corvo that's, I've been taking a haircut on a little bit. I, I thought it would do better, but. You know, it's in the right space, but you never know. Uh, this is one of the laggards. This has been, along with MU, one of the ones that has not uh, participated quite as much as uh, some of the, some of the other ones in the area. But uh, uh, it is pulling back a little bit, but it's still in this upward trend. So uh, you know, go figure. Um, you know, this is kind of a you know this is kind of a slow and steady uh, wins the roast. There was a flat base, second stage flat base on this, an opportunity to buy it at 181.80. It's currently at 185, so it's it's very close to being right in the buy zone, and uh, that is not necessarily a bad thing. Now, would I buy it at this point? Well, I'd be a little bit careful. I want to see it reverse above the 21-day line. It's currently pulled below that, so I think with this, I think with with. With TXN, I want to see it. I'm a little bit more cautious right now. I, I would watch this this one. I would watch this very carefully. 
I would I would watch list this one right now. Uh, but I think that potentially, if it moves above that 21-day line, and that 21-day line, let's just get an exact number on it, that that 21-day line is 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 right currently at 188. So we're basically three dollars away from that. So this is definitely something you want to watch list. If we show a reversal on this one, then I think you could possibly you, you could possibly nibble at this one, maybe a quarter position. Uh, that's currently the that's currently the the trend line. So I'm going to set a I'm going to set an alert at that level. If it moves above that, then you know I'm possibly going to be more interested in it. But uh, let's let's remove this. Uh, uh, let's see if I can remove this this one here. Okay, set the alert. All right, I'm going to uh, cancel that. So I'm going to I'm going to cancel that. But anyways, that is that is TXN. Uh, you know, this is the trend line here. If it breaks above that trend line, and I think I can reactivate that. Man, can we let me reactivate there? No, it's not letting me. Anyways, uh, so I do believe this is a watch list and not a outright buy. But it's an interesting company, very good company. Of course, if you're here in Dallas, you you know all about them. Uh, very big, very big employer here in North Texas. Uh, so hopefully, when I get uh, in a second here, I'll get back. There we go. I got the bandwidth back. And uh, let's go to, this is probably, we're coming into some of the last questions. Uh, I thank everyone. Uh, this is Tilray, W-R-S-O-S. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, oh, hey, a very good question. Thank you. What is a bear spread, <laughs> if you don't mind me asking? Well, let me show you what a bear spread is. That's a, I'm, thank you for that. Uh, and, I, and I'll show you this very quickly. Um, this is uh, one that we did today for our, uh, you know, for our, um, uh, you, you know, for, for our members that are in our Discord group, we give them all the details. But I'll kind of, I'll show you the slides on this one uh, because I think you might be interested in, in this one. This is the one that we're doing on American Airlines. And uh, I'll just kind of give you kind of, kind of a look-see on this. And uh, so you, you'll, you'll, see, you'll see kind of what I'm talking about uh, here. This is what we, if, if, if the market is tra trading sideways like it is now, and we want to basically limit our risk. Uh, this is what I like to do. I like to trade like this because this allows us to 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 uh, to to limit our risk. Now, this is the one that I just put on today. I just I just opened this one. It's called a bear put spread on American Airlines before earnings. Well, uh, American Airlines is going to go through earnings on Thursday, and on Friday it's going to announce uh, you know how they did. And I suspect based on the other uh, airlines, like United Airlines and, and Delta Airlines, that their earnings are not going to be good and it's going to force the pr stock price down. As a matter of fact, there's a little bit of anticipation of that already. As you can see, it's traded down here a little bit. Uh, and of course, with the COVID restrictions, it looks like they're going to be more severe continuing. So they're going to they're probably be losing revenue. Uh, American Airlines has lost, uh, has, has lost sales, has, has had sales go down the last four uh, quarters, and I do believe that the fifth, it's going to be the same old, same old. Here's here's how it works. Basically, uh, you buy the upper and you sell the lower, and these are the same. These are puts, and they're on the same. They're, they're on the same date, the 21st of May. In this case, this cost $536 out of pocket. Now, here's what I'm expecting for a, for an investment of $536. Uh, I, I, this, I, this limits my maximum risk, but I have a potential return of $1,000 uh, if the stock drops to 18. So it only has to drop 
$2 a share, and then, you know, I pick up quite a bit. My break-even is 19, uh, 1933. This is how it's constructed. Right now we're here, but but on Thursday, we're probably going to see uh, 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 we're probably going to see that the stock move down. So, it, it, as you can see, it will move into this green area, and of course, these green areas, depending if I hold it all the way till the ex expiration, of course, I'm 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 hoping it's gonna it's gonna drop below 1940. Okay, currently, uh, you know, currently it's trading at twenty dollars. Uh, so not it doesn't have to fall that much. It only has to fall about two dollars a share, and you can see I can potentially make. Uh, I, I, I can potentially make a two to one, almost a two to one return with this. Now, of course, um, this is this we we offer this uh, in the Discord room if you're interested, and uh, you know if you want to find out more about that, of course you can go to this uh, to the um, uh, let's see if I can let's let's see if I can give you the right uh, oh, no maybe not okay see if I can give you the right uh, there we go. Going to give give you the give you the right uh, screen here, but if if you're interested in this, we have um, this is a this is a URL that'll take you directly to uh, you know the sign up for the Discord room, uh, and uh, it's uh, https colon forward slash forward slash bitly b i t dot l y slash three s p l l n u. Now, hopefully, I'm going to have a better URL than this shortly, but for right now, this 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 is the uh, you know this this goes directly uh, to the the discord room so I, I'm, I'm going to working on that but this is a way that you can possibly participate in some of these great trades and these are done around earnings time and we're in earnings season right now okay well we've come to the end of the hour thank you so much everyone for um, you know for all of uh, for, for all of your your questions. Uh, I'm on, of course, 2.30 to 3.30 every day uh, Central Time and also 3.30 to 4.30 Eastern Time if you're in that time zone. Uh, if you want to, we do have free trade alerts. Uh, these don't include the spreads, unfortunately, but uh, we do have free trade alerts and you can subscribe uh, to them very easily uh, by going to www.dallastradingfloor.com. So until uh, tomorrow, at 2.30. Thanks, everybody, for dropping by and taking a look, and I hope to see you uh, tomorrow. And uh, check out the Discord room. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it, uh, it's an interesting way to trade, and uh, it can be quite profitable. So, till tomorrow, I will uh, happy trading.